Welcome to Cutting Through Tech, the podcast all about technical strategy for women leaders today. My name is Maxime. I'm a technical coach, software engineer, and designer, and I love talking tech with all of you. Now, we've pretty much wrapped season one, but I've got some fun bonus content ready for you all. And in today's show, we're looking at questions from you. And we've had one in asking, when creating an online learning platform, what should I keep in mind? Now, that's actually a pretty broad question, but I will do my best to answer it. Really, when looking at any project, I usually consider three different angles. That is the tech, the user experience, and then the content of what it actually should be. You know, what kind of features should you have? What should people be able to do on this online learning platform? Tip number one, when it comes to tech, I think there's a big difference on whether you build it in-house or if you get, uh, if you contract it out to say an agency or maybe one or two contractors. When you're contracting it out, you probably want to stick with fairly tried and tested bits of technology in terms of programming languages or frameworks that are being used because if you ever do end up building a team in-house and they need to take on this existing code base they want to be able to know what to do with it or how to work it if it's extremely custom it might take a bit more effort for anyone else to become familiar with all the work that's been done in the past If you do have a team in-house, they obviously maintain all their knowledge and they would train up anyone else that would join or give any handovers should they leave. So you have the ability to be a bit more bold with your ideas and your requirements. But most of the time, I think people are starting out with agencies. So I would say simple is better most often. When it comes to the user experience, I think it's about what your learner or your user really wants, right? They sign in and now they're looking to learn something. Either they're in the process of a program, uh, so they want to pick up where they left off, or they're just starting one, so you want to introduce them or figure out how they get started. I mean, do they have a choice or are they literally just being sent straight into part one (laughs) of your learning platform? Um, All of these things matter in terms of what are you presenting to them? I think nowadays as well, people think that these platforms need to have it all and there's lots of bells and whistles and actually a lot of different notifications and badges going on. But really, this is again a place where you'd really want to do a user test to see what is it that people need to see straight away. Probably, I would guess, is to continue wherever they left off or to be aware of anything that they missed that they should pay attention to. And on that note, when we're thinking about the third topic, which is content, Oftentimes, again, you think you need to have a lot of these features and that they are technical in nature. So when we think about learning, one of the biggest trends we've seen in the last few years is gamification of learning. Uh, Duolingo is a perfect example. You get points every day for completing your language training. This is a mobile app, by the way, if you haven't used it. um, It's really interesting if you're looking to learn another language. And if you miss a day, you miss out on points or you lose your streak. There's different badges and awards that you can win and all this kind of stuff, depending on how far you make it. Now, because games are pretty addictive in nature um, and people get very competitive, it's something that a lot of learning platforms are looking to include in their system. However, does it actually really need to be a technical feature? Can you add the element of competition and of, uh, of a game, if you will, of a challenge, really, in another way? A good example here is I'm actually part of a uh, women's coaching group that is brilliant. And um, in our group for the month of February, there was a particular challenge. And whoever ended up completing or winning that challenge would have a chance at winning a water bottle. Now, 
This is the most like random prize. And let's be honest, we've all got water bottles. We really don't need another one. But just by adding this challenge, everyone went nuts. Everyone kept posting, look, I've done this, you know, watch out, that bottle is mine. And someone else would go, no, 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 that's gonna be mine. And it created this entire amazing dynamic energy in the group. That is just one example of how you don't really need it to be a technical badge collecting system um, in your platform. You can do these things just through content. Similarly, another client I'm working with actually, uh, they're working on a online learning content platform too. And they said, we're looking for people to onboard and truly customize their learning experience when they join. The idea is that everyone ends up doing all the different modules, but they can do it in their way. And we want to help them get set up, get started and see what the most important thing is to do first. Now, that is interesting because again, you can imagine how that would work online. Maybe you fill in a bunch of different answers. It can recommend things to you, or you can say things like, oh, here are topics I'm interested in. And based on that, it would recommend. Uh, we know Netflix does this. When you join, they ask you to pick three of your favorite films. And just based on that, they have enough information to start generating your entire feed. This is brilliant. But as you can imagine, this is a little bit expensive to implement technically. It's all doable, but because we always have to make trade-offs and choices and just getting the platform up and running, first of all, can already be quite a lengthy and expensive task. Sometimes you're looking to cut back on some of these niche experiences, although being crucial to the success of your platform. Another thing you can do then is you could have a weekly Zoom webinar where people join in and they are there for orientation and you can walk people through this and you can explain what it is that they should be looking out for. Should you have so many people join and sign up, you could film something like that and walk them through a few video tutorials that allows them to figure out how to set up their site. Again, these are ways that you can use content to test your ideas quickly, get things up and running so you can get an early version of this platform out and start testing it with real people. Because as you use it with real people, they will tell you through their struggles and their frustrations in general, not aimed at you <laughs> or the product, but it's just a bit how we are when we use things. They will tell you what you need to do next and they will guide it. So back to the question, what to keep in mind is that you really don't need to build everything up front. If anything, keep it as simple as possible Explain future goals with the tech team that you're working with. So if your idea is to eventually hire a team in-house and have this be able to be passed on, let them know that. They should know what to do with that. And think of interesting creative ways for every time that you're putting a feature out and saying this needs to be built in technology. Have a second think about is that actually really true and is there something interesting or creative we can do such that that workload is balanced and you can get a first version up and running as soon as possible. I hope to help with your question. Uh, keep them coming. I love receiving your questions. I'm on Maxime at cuttingthroughtech.com or you can visit us on the website, minania.com. Now, for my podcast listeners, if you do have a question and you'd like to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, feel free to reach out because I am still running some limited sessions where we can get on the phone together, chat for 15, 20 minutes and see how tech can help you with your business. If that sounds of interest to you, do reach out. And yes, in the meantime, if there's anything, we always love it when you get in touch. So please do. And I am wishing you a wonderful day. Thank you for listening and see you soon.